I'm off on the All right, we are back. Another episode of We Miss Sports Podcast. We're running with that name. That's the name. Yeah, the f- official official account's been changed. T- took us a year to, to figure out a new name. But that being said, if anybody ever comes up with a better one, we're always in. Uh, you know, we're always in play. We're, we're open to hearing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, until there's a sign behind us with a name. Yeah. Um, the we're still flux. open to it. Yeah. And so today, special day out here. It's. Uh, the 27th sports equinox um, doesn't really mean much. Also, questionable if it's even the appropriate use of the word equinox. Regardless, a lot of sports are being played today. We got the big four as well as a bunch of other stuff. There's golf. Women's soccer. Yep. MLS. Yep. A lot of stuff going on. But yeah, happy equinox. Um, I wish the football game tonight was a little bit better. Cardinals mm-hmm. Saints could be in... Could be in for another dud on Thursday Night Football, but I'm optimistic. Saints, yeah. see, Saint, or Saints have been involved in some in some shootouts lately. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I'm, a, I'm an offense guy. As long as there's scoring going on and some sort of back and forth, I'll be interested. You know, I think there's some merits. There's something interesting about defensive battles. But yep. let's hope that's not what today is. Yep. Um, and um, then, you know, we, there was some, uh, what, NBA debuted a couple nights ago. NBA's awesome. back. Yep, that's the biggest is, thing. Which is huge. Um, and that's kind of our bread and butter. At least I'll speak for myself. I mean, I'll talk NBA all day. Big NBA guy. And, you know, thanks to Fubo TV, shout out them, uh, NBA League Pass. So that's nice. I was flipping back and forth nonstop. Uh, I got to watch a lot of hoop. In fact, the, the stream was kind of funny, too, because you got to see not only the game on the court, but it was like the fan cam, like in between. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was watching like the uh, Pistons dancers. Well, if you want to check out Fubo TV, link in our bio. Oh, you can get a nice, nice, nice free trial. Nice plug. Yeah. Nice plug. Um, but anyways, let's. Uh, we could go through the run-through, but whatever. Let's just talk. Let's jump into the NBA. Sam and I, we were at the game on, what was it, Tuesday night, Celtics yep. 76ers, courtesy of our other friends over yeah, at TickPick. Tick yep. Um, we were at the game. That was my first time sitting in the lower level, typically a balcony guy. But Celtics, they look pretty damn good. You're a man of the people when you're up in the balcony. I know. You're, you know, you're tight yeah. and you are got stuff splashing on you. Yeah, yeah. But we were down in the loge. Um, did you ask me a question? Just yeah, what did, you think of, what did you think of our Celtics? You know, I, I liked what I saw. Um, the Missoula eras began. Um, you know, they... Tatum and Brown both combined. They had, what, 35 each, basically. Um, you know, Horford looked good. Brogdon looked amazing. Derek White. Um, honestly, Noah Vonley played a little bit more than I expected, but even I was, you know, pretty pleasantly surprised with his performance. Overall, 1-0. You can't go undefeated if you don't win your first game, so it's always a good start to the season. After the game, the guys hit the uh, the strength room, the weight room, and, you know, did their post-game lift. Yep, so, as they do. As they do, but... Overall, I mean, I was entertained. I always love going to those games. Um, I think the crowd, uh, what's always nice about coming off a season when you're, you know, in the NBA Finals or just, like, overperforming whatever, I mean, is I think the people are excited, you know? I mean, the season ended. I mean, the season started in the same place it ended last year. Right. But um, a question for you. Would you rather have Emei back for the whole season or Healthy Rob Will? Healthy Rob Will. That's a no-brainer. No brainer whatsoever. If I could have a healthy Rob Will, I might lose a finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's Harden, he looks skinny out there. He looked like Harden a man on a looked, mission. Harden looked pretty vintage. I mean, he that was the first time I saw Harden in person. I luckily have been able to see Embiid play a few times, although that was the first time I've seen Embiid play with a respectable team. No Prime offense. Embiid. Yeah, I've, I've seen Embiid play during the process years. Um, he was still learning how to play basketball. Yeah, but no, Harden looked damn good. I mean, he dropped a couple people. Smart had a couple flops out there, but 
Um, he was, you know, taking step back threes. But who was it saying? Doc wanted him to be. Doc wants him to be more magic, less hardened. So. Yeah, Doc went on some podcast, and, or he went on Woj's podcast, mm-hmm. and he said he wants a Magic Johnson version of Harden, and he, and he wants Tyrese Maxey take more of that uh, second score. I told you, that's my guy. I love Tyrese Maxey. Even before I drafted him on my team, I've been watching him. But, no, that, that team could be good. I mean, honestly, I think a lot of calls went the Sixers' way. The game was chippy. People forget. There was, uh, there was some times where, you know, players were in each other's face. There was face. some good old-fashioned Eastern Conference basketball. Yeah, Smart and Embiid. I mean, I think that the, the Sixers and the Celtics have a rivalry that goes back a long time. And I don't think that any other team in the East – like two teams that play, I don't know if there's as much necessarily tension right now as well. You know, historically, it's been the you know there's been some times where it's the Bucks. There's sometimes where it's the Heat. I don't think there's really been a Celtics Knicks things going on. But the you know if that's the first of four matchups, I'm really looking forward to seeing the other three. I would say there's kind of like you have I think between the Heat, Celtics, and 76ers, I feel like all those three teams don't really like each other very much. Yeah. All right, well, let's just keep on moving on because this is being weird, but let's talk Pelicans-Nets because the Pelicans, uh, they smoked them. The Pelicans look damn good. They got 25 out of Zion, 28 out of Ingram, 21 from McCollum. Yeah, yeah, they look damn good. I mean, Zion, damn near unstoppable. I think every play they were trying to get it into his hands for good reason. Uh, the guy uh, is basically a juggernaut. He down looks there. thin. He looks thin. No, he, he looks thin and healthy. I almost don't remember when he wasn't playing, but the Pel- people forget the Pelicans were really good last year. I mean, they're loaded. Them. Yeah, so they're looking um, like they could be a serious contender. I was really enjoying watching Ingram take on KD. Um, there's, I don't want to say they're a similar player, but, you know, they. Tall, slender. I mean, that was his big player comp when he was coming into the league. Yeah, and Ingram's growing into it. So that was a fun game. Real quick, though, just to rewind on the Equinox, I think just to highlight how rare it is, right? We said it's like the 27th one. Um, But the the first ever, I guess, Equinox history was back in October in 1971. So we're over 50 years of sports uh, Equinoxes right now. So back then there was 12 NFL games, three NBA games, six NHL games, and whatever other one I'm missing right there. Um, but they used to be pretty rare until uh, the NFL started doing Thursday night football games. Right. And now it's a lot more common. Um, like, I think there was a stretch. Um, yeah, no, there was a stretch basically between, yeah, 85 and 2001 where there wasn't a single Equinox, um, 16 straight years. And now it's a little bit more common. So, because I think go. they started doing Thursday night football in 2006. Or so, but quick tidbit then, right there on uh, the Equinox. But back to NBA Lots basketball. Lots of ballsy bets probably going down today. No, right. A lot of people trying to hit big. Um, a game that I was really enjoying watching yesterday. Surprisingly, um, not even surprisingly. I think they're just they're two young teams that, um, without league pass, I probably would have like maybe followed, but wouldn't have watched. But uh, Orlando versus Detroit. Uh, Pistons magic was actually really good. Bunch of young talent on both ends. You had Paolo. Yeah, Paolo's debut. Uh, Great game on his end. Um, yeah, Paolo had 27, 9, and 5. First rookie since LeBron to have 25, 5, and 5 in a game. Keep in mind, uh, or in their first game, that was in uh, 2003. So it's been a very long time. He, was, he scored the most points by a rookie since AI in 96. Uh, he had like 30 points in his debut. Um, I think the Magic had three, in, in total, the Magic had three players under 21, scored 20 points. First time a team wow. has done that in a season opener. Are they back? Are the Magic back? I don't want to say they're back, but 
between them and the Pistons, the the young cores, I think they have bright futures. I would not be surprised if either, maybe even both of those teams ended up in the play-in. It'd be fun to see them in the play-in. I think so. I mean, Paolo, I mean, I can't believe Paolo. He's he's nineteen. That's ridiculous. And he he looks so he looks so calm out there. Yeah, and and shout out too to um, other former number one pick, Cade Cunningham, entering his second year. He looked really poised out there, really good. Um, would recommend watching them if you haven't, uh, if you don't have it scheduled in your calendar to watch any Pistons basketball or Magic basketball this season, definitely do. Get it down. Lots of young talent all around. But going back to the Pelicans Nets game really quick, um, what'd you think of Ben Simmons? He did a whole, I thought he was doing a whole lot of nothing out there, um, but maybe he was just nervous. He looked like he had the jitters. You know, I think at the end of the day, team sports, you really do have to fall into a role. And I think a lot of people's expectations for Ben are around scoring or shooting or, or whatever. At the end of the day, he's going to go out there. He's going to be a solid defender. He's going to be a solid playmaker, maybe timid at times. I think he's still going to need to warm up into that. Um, but, no, my, my take is he'll find his role. He'll gel. It's KD's team. Um, Kyrie will have his nights. I thought yesterday he was pretty quiet. Uh, but Ben, Ben will play his role, and I think he'll do it well. But they're not going to rely on him to be who he's not. Right. That's, that's a good point. Um, another game that's actually coming up tonight, Lakers-Clippers. But some people are saying that Kawhi looks like he might be coming off the bench this season in order to manage his minutes. I know you got him on your fantasy team. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, you know, hate to hear that, I guess. But as long as he's getting some sort of minutes, I'm, I'm hoping he'll be productive. This is probably the Clippers' workaround of instead of just benching him uh, for full games for load management, now they can just get away with saying, oh, he's coming off the bench. Um We'll see how long that lasts. It's a, it's a long season, 82 games. Does he really need to start all the games? I don't think it really so much matters who starts these games. True. So, um, it would be interesting to see them back. In fact, almost more importantly, or at least more interestingly to me, John Wall is coming back. Um, he played. He's the real question mark yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to say. So between him, PG, and Kawhi, I think that could be an interesting team against the Lakers who, uh, you know, I don't know if they can go 0-2. That's true. You know, the, the NBA – you know, I think they've lately, the few years, ever since the Warriors kind of let their hold go of the league, they have done a good job at parity. Um, but the NFL has set a very high bar this year mm-hmm. for parity. So right. the N- NBA's got their work cut out for them, especially with the numbies that uh, NFL's been putting up. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously early season, but I think just off the top of the head, there's only a few teams that are, like, probably not really competitive. So, so far... I'm expecting a close season. I mean, none of, there weren't too many blowouts last night. A couple. Yeah, not too many. Um, so in, in, the, in, the, in the respect of uh, recording power that we have, is that still going? Still good. All right. Um, should we quickly go to some football? Yeah, why don't we flip over there? Um, what I do want to talk about is to go back to last weekend when Bama lost to Tennessee. Um, because everybody knows that Tennessee had the – Everybody knows that Tennessee had the massive, or not massive upset, but everybody knows Tennessee pulled off the upset over Alabama. First time they beat them in over 15 years. Goal posts coming down. But what people don't know is that I want to talk about the NIL side of that upset. Mm. So Our bread the and butter. top 10 players on the Tennessee football team make a combined $3.1 million. And when you say top 10, you mean in earnings. Top 10 in earnings, yeah. um, which sounds like a lot, yeah. right? But if you look at Alabama, Bryce Young makes $3.4 million by himself. Crazy. So those guys are playing for more, more than football out there. No, yeah, they're playing for, for respect. Yeah. They, they need to get some of those NIL dollars flowing into Tennessee. I mean, 3.4 mil, 
gigantic figure, but you got to be walking around there just straight breaded out. Straight breaded. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before. I mean, it's one thing to be making 7, 10, maybe 15 Gs a month, but this guy's making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month on a college campus. Yeah. Which, you know, to spin it, I think previously, and, and my, my point being that how this could be good for maybe some of these leagues, is previously you have players who uh, maybe aren't necessarily so used to managing money, right, where uh, whether or not they were being paid under the table or not being paid at all, like you get into these pro leagues and now you got to really figure out how, how I'm going to, you know, become a millionaire essentially overnight Yeah. versus now you had a little bit of practice. You had a whole year That's in true. a whole different environment with all this money. Like maybe uh, the NFL and the NBA and these leagues are probably looking at it like, you know, that this probably kind of takes the, the like load off our back. Minor league business program. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but going back to the game itself, um, and, you know, watching, it's just a feel good story, right? Watching the crowd erupt like that, charge the field, the bringing down the goalpost. That's like some stuff out of BMS. Yeah. Um, and I think just I never like, saw anything after that. Yeah. You know, yeah, you would have no think there were more that. videos yeah, that yeah. would surface about the I, I campus. Ex- they they held it down. Yeah. I was expecting <laughs> the campus to be like on fire, but yeah. they're well behaved as far as I know. Yeah. That's what we, that's what leaked onto Twitter. Yeah. But, um, what I was going to say is, you know, as two guys that didn't really go to a sports school, mm-hmm. That's that's why you go to a place like that. Is you go there for four, maybe five years, just hoping, hoping one you get those. lucky that you get one unforgettable night like that. And we'll yeah. never know that. No, I mean, well, pff, hockey school, right? Hockey school, but you know, it's not the same. It ain't the same. You're right. Um, but so that was that. Bama, I'm wondering. Tennessee. I'm wondering. We we might be able to pull this up later, but I'm wondering what the second highest earner on Alabama makes. Um, I. So I know their top three all make over a mil. It's Bryce, one of the receivers, and then Gibbs, the running mm-hmm. back. They all make over a mil. Um, Sounds crazy. I imagine the top ten combined for about five to eight million. And how many people are on a roster? Like 80-something, basically? I would love to know what their aggregate is because it's got to be bigger than like some department's budgets at that school. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but So that's college football, very briefly. But let's talk... Uh, Little NFL, we're coming up on an NFL. Usually we look back on an NFL weekend, but now we're coming up on one because it's Thursday. Um, my one question for you is, are the, are the Jets really a competent football team? They're 4-2, currently the fifth seed. I think so. I mean, I don't know if you, you luck into being 4-2 too often, you know, and so... Especially in this league. Yeah, especially in this league. So short answer, yeah, I think right now they're looking damn good. I think New York sports in general, although we'll, we'll get into... Last night, both the Yankees lost and the uh, Knicks lost. But I think right now, New York might be staring at the the incline. You know, you you're, you go down over a number of years. Maybe you have some teams sporadically who are pretty solid, but I think overall across the whole apparatus, not too bad. The Jets, uh, you know, Zach Wilson second year, he's looking pretty solid. Um, I like Brees Hall a lot. He's fun. Yep. Um, so you know. I, to, in short, my answer to your question is, yeah, I think they're, they're a legit football team. I, uh, and earlier, I remember we were saying, are the Patriots the Jets? I almost think flipping that around, that could be a compliment today. Well, actually, we did say on this show that the Patriots were going to rattle off their next six games, and they're two for two so far. Yeah. So, And they're about to be three and three after, be, after, after they beat the Bears on Monday night, and people were giving us a lot of slander in, in that video. Still good? Um, 
But so I, I got Madden 23 for previous gen, and it's actually not bad. I think it's I think it's a good PS4 game, and I'm trying to pick what franchise I want to you know start my my long escapade with, potentially move to London and the Jets. You know, it seems like a it's kind of a fun team to try and win win a chip with. They got Brees, I think, I think Zach the Wilson, fans, good receivers, good defense. I think the fans out in New York would follow them too. Yeah, I bet. And I was actually seeing something where typically, to your point about the. New York sports teams getting their mojo back. <laughs> Somebody was saying that typically it's a twenty-year, the twenty-year cycle, mm. which would kind of line up. We're we're coming to the beginning of of the next cycle. Right, I felt it in the air, but it makes me wonder about the Boston cycle. Hopefully, that's not like an eighty-year cycle. Yeah, yeah. But um, in other news, though, uh, staying within football, Dak coming back. Dak is Mac back. Coming back. Big week for uh, those are those are both my guys. Oh, you got them both. Well, Max a Patriot, and then Dax my my guy in fantasy. Right, right. So big, big week for you. Um, none of that really affects me, although I'm keeping a close eye on to Zappy Hour. Um, very close. I'm sure Mac will start, obviously, but you know, two similar situations where the the backup was doing well. Yeah, but they're <laughs> not. I don't know if the Cowboys would be going back to Cooper Rush necessarily. Yeah, hell no. But um, one thing that did come out of last week, and obviously the Chiefs and the Bills played. Um, but a lot of people are comparing that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes rivalry to uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in their glory days. What do you think about that? I think it's an appropriate parallel. I mean, you're talking about two great quarterbacks who face off, you know, every time that they face off so far, it's a bit of an instant classic. Epic, yeah. So, you know, it's makes sense to me, yeah. Short answers today. These are, these are softballs. We're moving through it. Yeah. Um, um, you know, what I like, though, is that uh, it, it's a bit of a back and forth, to your point, too, about, like, Brady and Tom. You know, you, it can't be like, a, oh, they're, they're two good quarterbacks, but one team is always a little bit better. I think that the Bills now, uh, after beating them, because they had lost last time they played. They won just last the other two day. Times. Yeah, the last two times. They just beat them now. I would go as far as to say the Bills are the better team right now. Um, and so that's exciting. I, in fact, I think that the Bills make it out of the AFC. I think they're the team that goes out. You asked me earlier what my predictions are. I didn't have any preseason. Now I'm starting to, it's starting to gel a little bit. I think the Bills make it out of the AFC. Um, well, you know what I think is real interesting about this Mahomes-Allen rivalry is that when you look at the Brady-Manning rivalry, it's very much like they're obviously you know, pocket passers, they always make the right play, very good arms, but, like, they're not making many plays with their bodies. So it's more so an exhibition of two very high-performing offenses. Right, right, right. But with Allen and Mahomes, it's very much so almost like a one-on-one chess match, right, where, right. like, who's going to make the more athletic play? Right. Who's actually going to, like, be the... They're just... it's The, the attention is truly on them mm-hmm. rather than, like, their offense as a whole. At least that's how it feels to me. No, no. That's a that's a really good observation. I mean, Mahomes has got the snazzy passes. Allen's got his feet, you know. Neither Brady nor uh, Manning had either. So it's yeah. definitely a new new uh, new spin on things that I think are appropriate for the... It's, it's the game today at the end of the day. And then Lamar. Lamar doesn't get the attention he deserves of no. running up against those two guys. No, sign, sign that check. Um, what else we got here? Oh, in other NFL news, the Panthers are having a fire sale. They got rid of Robbie Anderson. Because well, Robbie Anderson was, was yapping on the sidelines. Yeah, the, that's, not, that's not New Carolina football. That's yeah. not, Matt Rule might have let that pass, but not the new guy. No, I think that's what it is. I was watching um, you know, today uh, 
when I was downtown or whatever, we, I was watching a bit of a conference, and one of the um, I, I was just I wasn't really listening. I was kind of like somewhat listening, but one of the things somebody said, um, which I can't tell if it was satire or not or what context it was being said, but they're like, yeah, you know, when when a new manager comes in, first thing you got to do, fire somebody, and. <laughs> And and that's sort of the parallel right there for the Panthers. I mean, yeah. Robbie Anderson was yapping. I bet the uh, oh man, I forget the the new coach's name, but I bet Steve Wilkes. Yeah, I bet Steve Wilkes was hearing some things on the sideline throughout you know his time as a coach that he didn't really like, and he was like, you know, if I was the lead guy, I wouldn't let that slide. Yep. He got his opportunity and said, "See you later." Um, but reportedly, so they obviously got rid of Robbie Anderson. They're thinking about moving some pieces from the defense. Um, but there's some been some talks about Christian McCaffrey. Um, potentially maybe being be moved. Maybe t- <laughs> that'd be nice <laughs> if he was a Patriot, but, but the real quandary or the real dilemma would be if he went to the Bills. That would make them uh, unstoppable, to say the least. Oh, it's a dilemma for non-Bills fans? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are there any teams that have sort of emerged at the cracks? Nobody's really flowing this. Maybe we'll, we'll break it. Um, I saw... No, I didn't see, I didn't see any, any other teams, but I did see... Not, not about the Panthers, but I did see... Um, Odell might be making his way to the Chiefs. That's like the if he were to if he were to come out of retirement and join a team, it would probably be the Chiefs. Yeah, because they they got Juju, and then they're like, "Wait, you're not doing what we thought you'd be doing." All they need is is Kelsey at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, something about our man Jimmy G. We're Jimmy G. We're Jimmy G. Guys, but he's uh he's actually one of the. Everyone knows Jimmy G's kind of a dink and dunk kind of guy, mm. but on passes of 15 yards or more, he's literally the worst quarterback in the league. 15 so or more? 15 plus yards, he's literally the worst quarterback in the league. He's got the 31st worth quarterback ranking at like 35, and he's got a 31% completion percentage on those passes, and he has the lowest uh, yards per attempt. Wow. You know, two things I have to say to that. One, I think that's an indictment on the uh, Patriots system. You know, I think he's addicted to checkdowns, and it's just because of his upbringing. But then secondly, it's so funny that the data and these stats and analytics are so prevalent because you I, I don't think you could ever discern that strictly off the eye test, right? You know, and so it's, like, funny because otherwise you'd be like, oh, Jimmy G's, you know, he's an okay quarterback. And then you see something like that, and you're like, damn, those numbers are not, you know, in, in no no facet of the world are those numbers really good for anything. No, know? the the scouting report's in. Just yeah. Play him tight. Press the press the press the guys on the line. Still good? Nice. Um so now all of a sudden, since we're moving through this, I have nothing else on my list. One uh one way we'll wrap up today, um, just so we can give everybody back their sports equinox. Uh, watch some sports instead of listening to us. So this is something that I had had um, a couple weeks ago this happened, so that by no means is this new news necessarily, but I, I wanted to talk about it now, um, is Brian Kelly, former coach at Notre Dame, current coach at LSU. Um, like I said, old news, and I'm sure he's not the only person who donated or put money into this, but uh, he put in a million dollars into this brand new recovery slash training facility at LSU, which... Um, I'm sure the facilities they have already are state-of-the-art, but this one sounds pretty cool. So um, $1 million – actually, yeah, part of the reason why I want to talk about it is because on the surface, you look at all this stuff that this allegedly buys, and it just seems like it's a little bit more than a $1 million. So um, you know, I wish there was a graphic totaling the estimated cost of these things individually. But we've got an X-ray suite, uh, presumably for injuries, a sleep lab – 
which is probably not uh, you know a napping pod. It's probably like measuring athlete's sleep or something like that. Infrared sauna, okay. Uh, a steam room, a hyperbaric chamber, which is like a pressurized air container to like uh, you you breathe purified air and it stimulates your your cells. That's what billionaires use to to stay youthful. Yeah, so we're, we're talking high tech here, and then finally a uh, hydro and cryotherapy room as well. So this is by no means your your grandpappy's training facility, um, super high end stuff. What what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, Brian Kelly's not messing around, right? Well, one, is that even allowed? Because the school's given the money to him, and then he's giving it right back. It's, so something, something's fishy there. It's like a money laundering with extra steps. Two, I think LSU, they could go find that money elsewhere, and they could, their head coach could keep his hard-earned salary. And then three, all of that seems useful yet excessive, but... I'm sure it all has its purpose. Now, I think the the flaw in your logic is you're thinking that this donation is coming out of Brian Kelly's goodness of his heart uh, just to help the LSU athletes have this facility. No, I think it's a calculated decision that will reap him benefits, hopefully some point in the future. I think he's thinking extension. He's thinking, if I put up a million bucks now and I can save this player a game, that player two games, I can extend this person this long in terms of, uh, I don't want to say shelf life, but I'm sure that's basically how they're looking at it. He's probably thinking, all right, this will win us X amount of games. That'll get me uh, this amount of wins, which I just said the same thing twice, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, he's he's thinking about it as an investment, right? If he puts in a million dollars to this facility, he'll save the players X amount of games, which should in theory get him X amount of wins. And he's looking at those incentives in his contract. He's looking yeah. at the number of bowl appearances, yeah. looking at the number of uh, college football playoff mm-hmm. appearances. And you know who's really salivating at all this? I mean, not to really go out of the outside of the bubble, but he's thinking that the college football playoff is going to four to eight teams. Mm-hmm. So if he can get in there and have his players healthier oh. for longer, staring at a fat paycheck. He's, he's, he's looking to 10x that million. That means you're coming back big time. So uh, if you're a player on the sidelines uh, over at LSU who, who, you know, maybe you're used to going to the other high-end training facility, coach is looking now. Coach, I mean, coach wants to know who's going to the hyperbaric chamber. You know, I remember, you know, we're former athletes, and coaches pay attention to who's using recovery tools, who's going into the trainers, who's rolling out. He's not, if, if you're not in the infrared sauna, those players aren't going to be able to, to skid by anymore. And just, you know, if you're hurt, he's going to know exactly how to fix you. They have a solution for everything. But... You know, we should really be listening to this. If you're a head coach in one of these states making millions of dollars a year, stop investing in the SNP, stop investing in real estate, invest in your program and get that extension. Invest in yourself. If you do not have the highest end technology on your facility, if you don't have players in a, you know, cylinder just breathing the purest air, uh, growing stem cells, blood flowing, like you're doing it wrong. At the end of the day, how does this hurt you? I don't see where it costs you anything. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. These are, they're not even, I mean, we're talking about measuring it in games and, and bowl appearances, maybe championships. I bet these coaches, they're looking at the spreadsheets. They're looking at the numbers. They're they are looking at, uh, you know, the charts. They're saying, um, you know, they're, they're looking at minutes here, hours. How, ma- how many seconds are we saving these players? How much are we reducing this recovery time? Like, you know, if you uh, sprain an ankle, is this going to save you 15 minutes? I think so. And yeah. that 15 minutes adds up. I respect it. You know, he's taking matters in his own hands. Maybe he was getting some pushback from the LSU uh, 
um, Boosters Club. And you know, if anything, it probably makes him popular in the locker room. The players are probably like, hell yeah, Brian. Yeah, I mean, thanks for going to bat for us, buddy. Some schools, you know, they're happy to get a nice TV in the locker room. Over here, you have an X-ray facility, a sleep chamber. I mean, yeah. uh, when does it end? When, when, does, when it does it stop? I think at the. To be honest, it's incredibly overkill yeah. at the end of the day. Um, but you know, I, I wanted to highlight it. I think actually, I want to submit an official petition to get a tour of the place. Uh, if anybody's over there at LSU and can facilitate this, we'd like to see it LSU with our own Athletics. Eyes. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay for our own flight. Yeah, just fly us down. We, we want a tour. We want to try out all the facilities, and that's an ideal world. But if we could only try out one. Which one are you trying out? Let me repeat these ones uh, for you. So we've got the X-ray suite, the sleep lab, the infrared sauna, the steam room, hyperbaric chamber, and hydro and cryotherapy, which I feel like is a fancy way of saying ice bath. Yeah. But, you know. I want the, uh, I mean, hyperbaric chamber is probably the easy answer yeah. there, right? But also sleep lab would be interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, um, uh, why? Why, I guess? I, I should um, be a good investigative journalist here. Um, why? Sleep lab, you know, I've always been interested in in, in whoop. I think mm. I could definitely sleep better. Yeah, I'd like to know what go, what goes on in my sleep. UMass has a sleep lab, not for the athletic department, oh, but like research. They, we do have yeah. one. Yeah, they also rumor has it that UMass has monkeys somewhere hidden. You ever hear that rumor? There's also apparently tunnels yeah. everywhere under the whole campus. Dude, um, this is so weird now that it's yeah, like just no, working. But um, no, for me, I'm actually thinking the X-ray lab. And it's not, you know, you I think I, you got some broken bones. In well, you that's know what about. I was saying. I feel healthy. But if I was I'm putting myself into a football player's mindset, I want to see where the chips and cracks are. But even beyond that, I want to know where the weak points are. I want them to look at my whole skeletal structure and say, you know, you need to work on this. You know, it's a little weird that they went. Uh, I mean, x-ray obviously makes sense. But if you think they're spending most, this much money, maybe. Surprised they didn't throw in an MRI machine or something like that. Oh, you're they, they probably already you, have you, that. You're, somewhere you're else. saying it ain't enough. Yeah, it's not enough. They, <laughs> what's they what's gone next? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of uh, recovery tools. I'm not seeing a lot of study halls in there. Yeah, what's, yeah. <laughs> what's what's going on there? Well, what happened? I thought this was I thought this was a place yeah, of academia. Yeah, I thought this was a place of uh, higher learning. Yeah. Now, I'm not seeing many uh, books in there. How much yeah. of that million dollars is going towards textbooks? <laughs> oh, um, but all right. That's right. another episode of We Miss Sports. Thanks, yep. everybody. Make enjoy. sure you give us a, a like, subscribe, six-star rating. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. And enjoy the Equinox. Let us know yeah. if uh, you put in any plays. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.